0: I just don't want to talk about it out loud to everyone in my life because yeah I just I just know the kind of energy it brings
1: 21 can you do something for me 21 <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that a song
1: yeah okay. i have a 15 year old in my house so i know every drake song
0: <laughs> oh I, i'm old so i don't know anything um are such a boomer <laughs> <laughs> hold up are you guys considered millennials yeah
1: yeah. So you. yeah we are we all are you're not a boomer
2: but you just are acting like one. no i was just making fun of you <laughs>
0: No, I know that I'm a millennial. I was just like, wait, are you guys Gen Z? Because I'll kill myself. <laughs> no, no, We're not Gen Z.
1: No, please no. My boyfriend barely makes it into Gen Z by like one month and he's already so sad about it.
2: Oh, really? Mm. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. Mm. I work with um, some Gen
2: Zs and honestly, it's yeah, you <laughs> could tell the difference. I feel old saying that too, but... <laughs>
1: Yeah, we we love them, but sometimes I don't understand, fam. For
2: sure. There's some differences.
0: How old, how old, like, are Gen Z? Like, what's the top age of Gen Z? Like, 97, I believe. Yeah, like 25 now,
1: maybe. So, does that
0: mean, like, Lee is a Gen Z? Was she born in 97? I don't know. That's just weird
2: to think about, isn't it? I'm not sure. I feel like our
1: culture is a whole different subculture compared to
0: bodybuilding is different yeah you're just not the same
2: we're all i know because like
0: jennifer dory is
2: younger than us too and isa how old is isa
0: she's probably about
2: no she's younger than that i'm searching i think she might be like 25 or 26 no yeah I think when, I think when she won Olympia, she was probably like 23, maybe. It says 26.
0: Yeah. She looks, She I think she looks a little bit older than the other girls. I guess yeah. they're all about the same age. It's yeah. funny like when your face is that lean, you just end up looking older. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, like, so all of them. It's weird. Like Ashley has such round cheeks. She has so much, like, she has such a full face, and her, and she's, like, so lean. Ashley exactly, Kaltwasser. Ashley Kallwasser, just yeah. Like, yeah. Just to yeah. see
1: her a little bit thicker. I feel Sorry? like she's very, very different, like, in the face and everything.
0: Oh, that's like she is, her. yeah, she has full, like, full cheeks when she's stage lean.
2: Yeah, so did Laura Lee this time. I know.
0: When she's when she's got a softer look, Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: I love that
1: so much. I like, I, as much as Diet Face is cool to see, but it's so. Oh, nice.
2: well, there's, there's, like so... there's like a I... point with Diet Face where it goes from like looking good and looking like, like model esque, like, oh yeah, like you got the cheekbones and like makes your lips look bigger and like all that. And then all of a sudden it like, you hit a point where you're like, okay, <laughs> she might be dead. You know, yeah, it guys. was
0: like that fine line. So, for the listeners, you can't see my face, but I am in the depths of my off-season, 20. I think I'm, like, 21 pounds above stage right now. And I have diet face, like, because I'm not 30 pounds above stage. Like, I already have, like, hollow, like, cheekbones and, like, a skinny face. Like, I have nothing. Like, I've n- there's nowhere to go. <laughs> I, I'm one of those people that looks
2: dead, like. I can reach the point of looking dead, but my face, like, she fills right back out. Yeah, yeah, same. I got, I got cheeks. <laughs> yeah, Allison, I'm, I'm jealous. What?
0: No, it's the opposite.
2: I'm I jealous. Make- I would love to like have like diet face in my off season. Oof, I love the look of diet face. <laughs> so snatched. <laughs> <laughs> you basically just did blue steel.
0: <laughs> um. Okay, should we all so we're going to give updates today um, on all of our fitness journeys. That's what today's uh, sort of topic is about. So mm-hmm. we're all just gonna say like where we're at, what we're thinking about doing with prep, um, you know, what our nutrition is like, what our training is like, everything like that, because it's been very all over the place for us. Um, and we kind of like realized that when we Started this podcast. I think all of us were like planning on starting prep within like either like right away or within like a couple like a month or two of starting this podcast. Twenty one episodes ago, and now all of a sudden, um, it's been yeah like twenty one or twenty two weeks, and none of us are except maybe one of us might be prepping, but other than that, like it's like a maybe. But we're all just kind of like, should we even bodybuild anymore? Like every time I like. (laughs) think about how far away I am from being sagely and I'm like oh god like I can't do this this is way too hard but then I'm watching all the shows and I'm like I can beat them I can do it you know
1: that's why I think this topic will be really relatable for some of you because there's a point in off seasons that everyone goes through this experience and to what extent, I don't know, that's unique for everyone. And maybe they're still being coached or they have like an off season plan. I don't think any of us have like a really tight knit plan right now. So there's, there's definitely those thoughts and feelings of, do I ever want to do this again? <laughs> and, um, yeah.
0: The, the urge eventually of always takes over for me.
2: The what, sorry?
0: The urge, like the itch to get on stage. Like it always comes back.
2: Yeah, see, I feel the feelings of like, oh, maybe I don't want to compete anymore, but only because I like lifting and I really love lifting heavy. And like, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Like in my lifting is I'm like finally feeling strong again. And like, I feel like I have more muscle now than I like did previous to my surgery or like previously to my last prep too mm-hmm. so like that's where I kind of have those feelings of like maybe I don't want to step on stage because like I think about where I'll be in like a year like muscular wise and I'm like fuck do I want to compete and like cut that down again and kind of start back like at like you know that's kind of where I think, I,
0: yes, I think you're on such a good building journey right now and you've transformed your physique so much that personally I think it's like a really good idea for you to keep your off season going and mm-hmm. compete next year because you will be like literally unrecognizable compared to your last stage look mm-hmm. I think you will, less, be, anyways,
1: um, you will be anyways just because of like how less full yeah. you were on that show day yeah I feel like if you had kept going you would have had a much fuller look anyways but the fact that you're building so much now it's
2: you're gonna be like you're gonna eat that old (laughs) old ash (laughs) yes I hope so and honestly too like I'm coming back with hair I'm gonna be coming back with tits (laughs) and more muscle like I'm really excited so but that is the plan so 2024 is when i'll step on stage again so i'll be pretty much starting prep january 2024 or the arnold's Ooh, i wish now i have to re-qualify again so Fair enough. yeah i, I don't know if you
0: have to they they opened it up this year and they said yeah. oh actually you don't have to qualify so maybe next year you won't have to qualify
2: i feel yeah. like you do I feel like
0: they I didn't when like I was... did it when I did it you didn't have to qualify anyone to go and then this year they added it and then uh, nobody was going so they took it away and they were like oh actually mm-hmm. you can just come yeah so, I wonder, maybe um, they, I'm they gonna, might. it, be it should
1: be it. like that it should be like that it's an early on show in the year you know it's already challenging to get like a lot of competitors they shouldn't make it even harder
0: yeah you know, what I, do that. You know what I heard on uh I, I don't listen to it super often um, lately. I feel like I've just been super busy, but I, I listen to Bikini in the Brain sometimes with uh, Ashley Gottwasser and like at her coach, Adam. And he said, you'd be surprised that not more people would be doing the Arnold Amateur because if you win, you get to go to the Arnolds. And I, I was know, like, yeah, that's I didn't a really good know point. That. Like,
2: I think it's crazy that they don't kind of advertise that more because I didn't even know that. I'm mm-hmm. like, looking- imagine if
0: you win the overall title, you get to go to the Arnolds. Like, that girl looked good to Yukachi. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So. And now Rhoda
2: gets to go. That's just so crazy. Right? Like, the so, Arnolds. I know. It's fucking crazy. Think about it, Ash. Think about it. Arnolds. Oh. 2024. Hey, what's the date? Like, March,
0: right? Yeah. yeah yeah honestly like you'd have to start prep like mid-november probably well probably like december
2: december yeah. january february three yeah.
0: months yeah
2: well yeah maybe you're right then november yeah. i would yeah. do because i always take a little bit of a longer prep
0: yeah me too like
2: mm-hmm. usually about well yeah i'd like to do like 20 weeks is comfortable
0: yeah,
2: mm. so oh yeah. yeah i'm gonna look that up here
0: yeah, maybe that can be your your return to the stage. That would be a huge. That's my return
2: to stage. That'd be crazy.
0: That would be great. Um, would you like try and do, uh, like Toronto Pro qualifier or anything then, or do like Lee Brant because it's only a few weeks afterwards?
2: Yeah, my goal, like so far, has just been probably um, Van Isle um that was kind of my timeline that I thought about but if there is shows that happen beforehand and make sense then I'll definitely do that yeah,
0: mm-hmm. cool. well, yeah. We'll the arnolds it's such a great experience like, like the whole weekend mm-hmm. is just such a good experience too like
2: yeah hopefully yeah, we'll honestly see. I yeah I would love to go even whether I'm competing or not I really really want to go I think it'd be so fun
0: It was great. I would, I would, uh, if you, if you go compete, I'll go, I'll probably just go watch then, or maybe I'll compete. I don't know. (laughs) Figure it out. Um, So what does that look like then between now and starting a prep? Like if you would be starting prep in November, what is that? Like March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. So it's eight more months of off season.
2: Yeah. Which is like, I think perfect.
0: Yeah, does it feel like the right amount? Because you've been in the off-season now for how many months? Hmm.
2: Technically since it's- your surgery, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because after my show in July, I kept prepping, thinking I was going to be doing another show. So, um, which I think I kept prepping for probably about a month. And then I stayed quite lean up until my surgery, for sure. And then I went into more of an off season after that so yeah you're right so probably about five months five six months already I've been in an off season
0: yeah so six plus another eight months so that's that's a long time like that's a really good amount of time to build a lot and it's noticeable
1: like it's obviously done you've done the work and like you can see the differences in your physique and it sounds like you maybe want to talk more about it too, Ash, but like, it sounds like you've been able to balance, like having some treats and like still like feeding yourself the way you need to.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's been a fun off season. Like I like where my conditioning is and I feel really good and I feel strong and like energized, but you're right. I've also been like not putting a lot of pressure on myself to like, be so restrictive and like all I'm focusing on is making sure that I'm getting enough protein in my day like I always make sure I get enough protein
1: Mm.
2: and I've been trying to like wean back on the treats a little bit more (laughs) just having it like once a week but I mean I've been pretty good during the week like it's not really hard during the week to stay on track but when the weekend comes obviously I'm human so I like to indulge a little bit but I've just been trying to like not go too crazy and during the week i've been doing cardio and stuff too mm-hmm. just like a little bit just to keep things like healthy and tight and how many days
0: are you weight training a week right now six
2: that's I'm a doing it, yeah monday to saturday and then i might take an extra rest day in there but i'm typically going six days a week and you're feeling um, like you're
1: recovering from everything you can train that much and
2: damn that's good and yeah,
1: you're and working
0: like, like six days a week too aren't you I uh, yeah five six days a
2: week I'm working but I feel like I feel like I'm just like eating enough and if I feel like I need an extra rest I just I take it mm-hmm. um, I don't like pressure myself to you know yeah Go what I'm not
0: feeling you've had a macro increase since you were at about like I remember at one point you were at like 1850 calories but you've had a macro increase since then right
2: Yeah, I've been eating around, probably around 2000 or 2100. I kind of, I'm not, I haven't been tracking lately, which I think has been actually helping me just eat more. Mm -hmm. So I I know exactly what my measurements would be to be at the 1850. So now I'm just eating like a little bit more, but the exact same things. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Yeah. So I I know that I'm like eating, (laughs) I'm probably eating about 160 grams of protein a day, and then about 200 grams plus of carbs, and then my fats are usually pretty low, like 50, 55.
0: Oh, I like high.
2: F- you like high fats? Oh, I
0: do. Yeah.
2: My body doesn't respond well to high fat. I just like get fat. <laughs> I can see. I
1: can imagine that, like the hardcore ectomorph thing, where your body just burns through
2: carbs like crazy yeah it loves carbs like I remember this one prep I was on like 300 grams of carbs through the whole prep it was fucking awesome Mm -hmm. it's a lot my Um, body my brain can't compute that yeah I was like in my early 20s at the time so (laughs) I could see you just (laughs) eating eating rice cakes cakes the whole time (laughs) yeah and like rice crispy squares I ate so many of those at prep Mm -hmm.
0: so so you're not working with your coach right now are you
2: um, not like directly, but I'm still doing my program. Like, oh, okay.
0: so if program. you, like, if you were to start prep in November, like would, how, how many months before your prep, would you start with, with your coach again?
2: Um, probably like two. Yeah.
0: I yeah. I ask that because for anyone listening, um, that's probably about the same for me too. But like, keep in mind that. I Gabby's been in this a long time too and like does self coaching so all of us and Ashley and I have been doing this for years and we are coaches so we can self coach in the off season like very like successfully um but you like you never want to just start with a coach for a prep you can you you definitely can um but you you'll want it to be at least like a 20 week prep um yeah like I started cool.
2: working with Jamie almost two years ago and I worked with her for like yeah a year before we even like talked about prepping just so like we get used like she get used to my body and we can Mm -hmm. like know each other and obviously so she could like see that you know where my work ethic is and all that stuff
0: Mm -hmm. yeah
2: but yeah and I worked with her like through most of my off-season and it wasn't up until like just a few months ago um I decided that I was just gonna like do it myself since I don't know when you're in your off-season things don't really change the way that they do in prep so once you kind of get your program it's just like it's just up to you to like stick to it pretty much
0: yeah that's such that's a good point in the off season your plan doesn't change a lot like the only Mm -hmm. thing that changes is your adherence to it yeah like it's so hard to be perfectly adherent no matter how experienced you are as an athlete unless you're like quite neurotic honestly Mm -hmm. and it can be a good thing it can be fine for some people but for me like it's not a good healthy mindset for me to like be prep diligent in my off season it it's not healthy so I'm like I would rate myself like an eight and a half out of ten for like yeah so like when you get a plan for your off season a lot of it is just sticking to it consistently and like yeah
2: I agree with you because like when I came into this off season like I was coming off of a like I it was weird because after my show I thought I was going to do another show so I prepped for like a month after but I didn't end up doing that show so I was able to kind of like roll off of that pretty nicely and stayed like so diligent with everything even Mm -hmm. though I was in my off season I was like still treating it like prep. yeah and I definitely feel like if I was still doing that I would have burnt myself out and like probably made things worse so I think you're right it's kind of important to like know where that balance is to like not let yourself get too out of hand but like also let yourself live too yeah mm-hmm.
1: And I think that's important for you and your significant other too I remember you talking about like how that life balance with each other it was starting to get difficult at certain points and I've felt that many times in the off season especially mm-hmm. like you can have a very supportive partner who can understand you know 20 weeks of prep or 16 weeks of prep and really be with you through that but During that growth season, if you have very rigid everything, unless that person's a bodybuilder and your lifestyle is perfectly aligned, it's extremely difficult and will put strain probably on your
2: relationship. Yeah. hundred percent.
0: I honestly like, so yeah, I think, yeah, I told the world like a couple episodes ago that I have a new boyfriend. So anyway, if I'm still with him by the time, I mean, I hope so by the time I like prep, I honestly don't even want to tell him that I'm prepping because I just and I don't even want to talk about it I just because like I've already said to him like oh sorry I have to eat according to my plan like this is just really important to me because I'll explain what I'm doing in, in a bit but like I don't even. Oh, why want. don't
2: why um, don't you just explain what you're doing tell us okay
0: are, are we good have we covered Ashley's update
2: okay I feel I feel great so thank okay
0: you. <laughs> so currently because I broke my ankle three months ago almost exactly now um, like I'm only really focusing super intensely on nutrition. So I hired my friend, Eric Dunnell, who's a really good coach, like super, super educated to put a nutrition plan together for me to follow. Cause I hate my fitness bell and I will never use it again. So, um, what the heck was I saying? Oh, anyway. So I hired him to make a plan, but I'm so deep in the off season that like part of me like doesn't care, but the other part of me, I've had like probably the worst off season I've ever had in my life so I have to get back on track like for my mental health and for my physical health and like I've come down a few pounds in just over a month since I started on that plan I think if, I think I'm down like three pounds and I just feel so much better and so like anyway with my new boyfriend I'm like oh no I have just I have to like eat on my plan sorry this is just what I do like it's just really important to me and we do like once or twice a week we'll have something like where where I'm off plan but um I don't even want to tell him like if I start a prep and like make it a big thing I just want like only once it's maybe like two months out that I'll be like oh yeah I'm gonna do a show and don't you think he'll notice well yeah but I'll (laughs) just like but I also he will but I just mean I don't want
1: you don't want to make it a big deal. I don't right? want to
0: make a big deal out of it. And it's like, and I say that because it's actually like really important for people listening too. like, if you don't shut up about prep every second of every day, like people do kind of get annoyed. Um, especially if you live with them, if they're your, like, you know, your boyfriend or your girlfriend or husband or wife or whatever. Um, like it can just be a lot. So I'm like, I'm just like so apprehensive like in a new relationship to be like I know you know I'm a bodybuilder but I don't think you understand what it's like like, <laughs> like
2: I also said that to Rob too and and he even admitted after that he thought he knew but he didn't know
0: no, so that's totally fair yeah. so I don't really no, want to no. say anything I just want to like just only in the last like maybe because it's really like for me like six weeks out to the end where I'm like I want to die that mm-hmm. I'll just uh, yeah maybe around eight weeks out or something I'll be like so I'm doing a show oh he'd notice way before then I'd be yeah. way skinnier but like you know what I mean I just don't want to like talk about it every day at the beginning and like yeah
1: well I yeah. think there's make, benefits make this- no but there's benefits as well as like if you don't put a lot of pressure on yourself early on in prep you know yeah. like, like you're you're yeah. still diligent and you stick to your plan and do all the things you're supposed to but if you're not forcing such a oh, I have to be perfect in prep or I'm in prep now. So I can't even like look to the side to something else that is like not prep worthy, you know, yeah. it's just less pressure, less stress. You probably yeah. have a
0: better prep. And you can like, you can psych yourself out too, in a way. Like if I, let's just say I, I start prep at 20 weeks out because I usually do around that. Um, let's just say I like, the moment I say I've started prep, And I would like walk past a cafe and be like, oh, well, I can't eat that because I'm in prep. And it's like the people in your life have to listen to that for 20 weeks and you keep saying it out loud. Your brain is going to start like telling yourself that story, like, and over like hyper focusing on and subconsciously focusing on things that like don't even matter, like like I'm in my off season and I can walk past a cafe and I don't obsess over what's in the cup in the, in like the storefront windows, you know, all the cookies or cakes or whatever. Like, I don't really care. Like, yeah, if I'm at like a birthday party or somebody brings something to an event, maybe I might have something, but I can live my life right now and not focus on those foods. So sometimes I just notice that when the moment people start prep, they're like, Oh, I'm in prep now. So I have to like switch my mindset and they actually can like cause themselves like a lot of detriment. And like, I say that because I notice it in myself, like that's what I used to do. And so, a good point. yeah. And so like, if I start prep, I just don't want to talk about it at all. Like I'm going to be eating a meal plan anyway, I'm going to be training anyway. So it's just, it's only at what point are you actually really prepping? Like, like where where's the line of prep? Because some people do a 12 week prep, but then they consider like a couple months before the prep starts. It's like, oh well, I'm just gonna start getting ready for prep and like just cleaning up my diet and like training a bit more and being more focused and being more diligent. And it's like, well, some people do a 24 week prep and just include that in the prep. um Does that make sense? Whatever,
1: yeah, it's whatever makes yeah more sense to you. And like maybe your coach has like a certain style they prefer too. So yeah. I just know, like for myself, this year I have to make my this is my prep starting focus more around the training because I haven't trained. It's less about the diet; it's more like okay, now I can start training again, and I could be consistent with training. So that's where my prep starts. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. It's kind of just like whenever you say it starts.
0: Yeah, like at what point do you have to like really? I don't know, like change your mindset, but
2: um Do you ever really have to?
0: Yeah, like I don't know. That's like there is a point where you have to decide to yourself. Like, okay, I'm going to eat on my plan no matter what. And like,
1: yeah, I, I when have. I, to, when yeah. I
0: mentally say I'm starting prep, like that's it. The moment I'm like prep has started, I eat on my plan no matter what. Like, yeah, I.
2: But, yeah. but I, I would have to say it's like I would have to like say it earlier on. Like twenty weeks out, I'm on prep just because the earlier times of prep for me are the harder parts
0: yeah because you're starting
2: it is like literally so for me if I don't have that solid this is when you're starting then it's kind of like well you know
0: I'm not I haven't really solidly started so I'm just gonna like have a little some some, you know (laughs) so I know what you mean Uh And like, for me, I will tell myself, like, I am starting prep and I will be on my plan and I will do my training and I will do my cardio and it's not a question, but I just don't want to talk about it out loud to everyone in my life because yeah, I just, I just know the kind of energy it brings. Um, and when I know that people in my life are perceiving it as like something that's stressing me out, then they question like, why are you doing it? And I know that they're questioning it. And it it just puts a lot like a different level of pressure on me to try and like, I don't know, like prove that it's not as hard as they think because I know they're worried about me and I don't know. I does that make sense, kind of?
2: Yeah. Do you, no, you feel yeah. like maybe you just need to kind of change, like the vocabulary around it? You know, like yeah. instead of being like, oh, like I'm in prep, I can't eat that. You can I can't just be like, this. yeah, you can just more say like, oh. I'm prepping at the moment so I'm choosing to have something else
0: yeah you know I mean? no it's it's more so that I just say nothing if somebody's like oh do you want a donut I'd be like oh no thanks I'm not hungry
2: yeah exactly
0: like just because the moment you start talking about it all the time and I notice that with like really new competitors like they'll be like people at work just don't understand what I'm eating and I used to be like that too like so defensive and I'm like don't talk about it mm-hmm. yeah like yeah. Well, well, people keep offering me stuff and then I have to explain to them that I'm in prep it was like okay just just say no yeah.
2: you know what you're so right my last prep I didn't really talk about it to like clients and stuff like that because sometimes you know when I have like clients we talk about our day-to-day and usually that gets brought up I decided the same kind of thing Allison and I didn't talk to people about it like pretty much at all and it yeah. actually was way better because Then other people weren't asking me about it and kind of reminding me that I was hungry and reminding me that I was (laughs) drinking. You know, like sometimes if you're the one to bring it up, like with your friends or whatever you want to talk about it, but when other people are constantly asking you about it too during prep, you're just like, shut the fuck up. I don't want to talk about it. So that's also another like good reason not to be telling people too, because then like people are going to be asking you about it too. Mm Mm-hmm. You know that's that's a great point, and and we've already chatted
1: about how a lot of the world won't understand. Um, and fortunately, we have our community, and we do understand.
2: Yeah,
1: so I guess anyone who's going through it and like they really feel like their coworkers or their family doesn't understand, like literally, hit us up.
0: <laughs> we yeah. are here to
1: chat about this stuff. We get it, and yeah, honestly, it's
2: yeah, we're in it together, right? Yes. So, Allison are you do you have like a show in mind or do you know like when you're gonna start prep
0: I do have a show in mind okay Okay. so my ankle break I'm actually doing pretty well um I had a good cry yesterday about it actually because I was like my calf is so small because my right I broke my right ankle and my right calf is an inch smaller around with no hope in sight of getting bigger. I can't do any kind of calf raise because I, it's the ankle flexion with pressure that I can't do at all. So I can't like, I can't stand on the ground and like even stand on my tippy toes, like the, the, like where the Achilles heel kind of attaches, like like all the little attachments under the two, like nubby ankle bones, like they're all torn completely. So (laughs) I'm really hoping that within the next three months. So it's been three months since I broke my ankle. And crazy. They said, like, oh, you should be pretty much back to normal way then. And I can walk and I can like um I can weight bear quite heavy. Like I can rack pull and I can RDL very heavy because like the vertical weight on my feet is fine. But I still can't do any kind of lunge or squat or anything where my ankle bends. Yeah. So but I can do like a sled leg press where the platform kind of moves so that my ankles aren't moving, but I can still get the pressing motion in my legs. So like that's a new addition. Um, So basically what I'm really hoping is that over the next three months, my ankle heals enough that I'm, and I've maintained the muscle I have enough that I feel like my physique is in a good place to start a prep. If I have lost a very significant amount of like upper glute. I really don't know if it's like worth prepping for, like, the show that I want to do at the beginning of October. So I I would love to do the Van City Showdown, the Open and the Natural. Um, the goal would be to win the overall of both of those. Um, that's basically what I want, <laughs> and then to go to Nationals like a week or two later. I think it's a week later so uh, that's in october right that is in october so i would want to start my prep probably june 1st so i have march april and may right now okay. um, and i've been like kind of back like eight and a half out of ten back on like this new nutrition plan that eric made me i'm sticking to it again this month um like i've i've signed up for another month with him um i think we made one slight adjustment so far to things um And I just really hope, yeah, that within the next three months, like I can get a bit leaner and actually see what my body looks like. Cause I'll explain, but my, this has been the worst off season I've ever had. Like my body has never looked worse than it did in June, for example. So like in my life, probably since I started bodybuilding. Um, But yeah, that's kind of the hope. That's a really good goal. I think think it's
1: realistic as well.
0: Yeah, it's as realistic as I can be. Like I, I'm not getting any younger. Like I'm 32, so, and I look young for my age. But then you give me diet face, and I look like I'm 800. So, (laughs) no. But I mean, it's like it is actually something I have to think about. Like I'm gonna turn 33 this summer, and like, so I'll be 33 on stage against like 23 year olds, and like I am lucky that I look, I can look younger up on stage. I feel like. Um, but you notice a difference like in the physique and the quality of the muscle. Like I'm lucky that I'll have the density and everything, Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, like I, I really want to give bodybuilding like a solid go for the next couple of years and then figure out what I want to do after that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm pretty upset about all of it still. Like I would have already been prepping by now and been on stage pretty quick here Uh, like I would have been aiming to do early shows and then, yeah, but there are some benefits to the fact that my off season has been even longer because I don't, I I would have just jumped right into prep and I never would have hired Eric and I never would have had a meal plan, like an actual meal plan to follow. And I'm really glad that I've done that because I like really struggled with my fitness pal with my, like my coach, Paul revelia like he's amazing as a coach, like his knowledge in how to diet, how to do the training, the cardio, when to push, when to pull. Um, like, I love it, but he uses my fitness pal and like, honestly, it developed like a binge eating disorder. And um, like, I haven't really shared this much yet, but I'm actually in like an eating disorder support group because of it. Like I, it, like, it's, it was really, really tough. Like the, I thought I could, I thought I was okay with it, but I just can't do like opening an app every day and like putting numbers into it. It just, it drove me insane. Um, and it just led to like black and white thinking. Like if I ate two bites of, I don't know, something my mom made, let's say she made like a pasta dish and I ate a couple bites. Like I'd have to go put it into my fitness pal and then I would see that the numbers were like failed for the day and it would just weigh on you or if you because I could fit junk food in because I was if it fits your macros like I'd start eating it and then just not stop eating it and now that I have a meal plan um yeah like I'm able to just Look at my food as food. I just wake up and I make what's on the plan, and I love the food. Like I love eating healthy. When I'm in prep, I feel the best that I ever do. Yeah, um, and that's why I really liked the approach. My first coach that I was with for five years had because he didn't do if it fits your macros. he did like meal plans. They were um, like flexible, but still it was all clean food. and I had no issues with food then. Um, and um, so just a quick thought.
1: Would you ever consider working with a coach that did strictly meal plans?
0: yeah like it makes me question if I want to keep working with Paul and like he's incredible he's amazing but this is like the reality of like for anyone listening you have to find the right coach for you yeah, um, sure. like I may stick with Eric who knows like we'll see like if my progress continues with him and um once I can start training and see if I like his training program you know like or maybe I'll find someone else I I really don't know but like I know that um I know my own body enough to prep myself basically at this point too. If I just needed like a second set of eyes. Yeah. So I have you guys. So
2: would you consider well, doing that, Ever?
0: Like, I would like I would. Doing it? Like here's the thing. I feel like if I I feel like I could do all my own training, I could do all my own cardio. Um, I might need a second eye on the cardio here and there but I feel like I could just set up my prep exactly like I do my own clients and um, and then just have somebody kind of look over it every once in a while
1: Mm -hmm. that's the thing that I even am aware that I need is even if you can set up your own thing you know how your body responds blah 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 especially getting close to the end you really want someone else to look at it and just say hey you know Your mind isn't thinking right. You need to push a little harder, or maybe you're doing too much. You know, maybe you need a refeed. Like you need someone else to kind of give you that,
0: yeah,
1: second opinion. And as it should be with most professionals. So so I respect that. I think it's worth doing.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah. So like, I'm I'm really upset in in a way because I really said to myself like 2023 and 2024 are going to be like just shows and bodybuilding and like. I was in such a good place with my physique, like muscularity, like muscular, like density wise. And then I, then with this break and like realizing that like the injury is actually a lot worse than I thought in terms of like the tendons that like strained and tore and stuff. So, but like I said, I would, I never would have hired Eric and I never would have like realized that this was like the change I needed with my nutrition. Um, And I'm only training four days a week and I'm only doing four exercises per day. Like I'm hardly in the gym anymore at all. And my physique looks great. Like
2: kind of like, what does your lifts look like when you're in the gym? Like how are they structured?
0: Uh, Like if I do a shoulder day, I will do a pressing, a press, and then a front, a medial and a rear delt.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: If I do a leg day, the leg days have been the exact same for two two months because I can only do Mm. like the few movements I do, but I'll do kickbacks, seated hamstring curls, leg extensions, abductor machine, and very heavy RDLs. And now I've just added some slight leg press and I just like light leg press on the sled machine. And I do the exact same leg day for the last two months. So at least I'm hitting like the upper glutes with the kickbacks on this like rotary hip machine. Um, I can't really do it with cables, because it put like it actually pulls the foot away from the ankle um yeah so <laughs> but like at least I can hit the upper glutes with that so I just go as heavy as I can um and I really try to engage my upper glutes um when I do the abduction machine by like leaning backwards you always see girls leaning forwards but it's actually if you lean back and kick out your upper glutes engage a lot more I feel so, it way more leaning back yeah Hmm. Yeah, Yeah, otherwise it's just the piriformis and not the actual like medius. So yeah, and then my back day, I literally will do like, I don't know, I just pick exercises. Like I don't really need to build too much more back, but I'll do like a wide grip, uh, like a wide grip um, row of some sort, a narrow grip row of some sort. I always do assisted pull-ups because I really want to just be able to do many body weight pull-ups at some point. Um, and I'll do a pullover for my lats and, um, some, and then I'll probably do a little, like one more rear delt exercise. So yeah. Um, but that's it. Like it's, they're really, really simple workouts and yeah, in a way, like it was probably a good thing to, to realize this about my body, that it looks better doing less yeah, and that I need a meal plan. And so like, who knows, maybe, the shows that I do this fall like I will look all the much better because of that like because of knowing all of this than I ever would have even if I just went right into prep so
1: it's a yeah you know whatever people believe God the universe
0: yeah
1: somehow meant to happen for some reason yeah. and you've actually learned so much from it about your body and yeah it sounds like those shows yeah. that are lined up later in the year that's your time you know like the, the timing actually aligns so well it's just tough it's always tough um in Canada because it seems like always in the summers when all these shows are, and so everyone wants to prep and be ready for you know July, August, and but it wasn't meant to be this year. But yeah. you still have those plans, and yeah. I know you're gonna kill it. We know you are. We're both gonna be there, probably volunteering. At yeah, day, so.
0: yeah. And then I'll I'll do the Olympia amateur after too. Like if I only if I feel like my physique is really like pro card worthy. Yeah. So um, because I've done the Olympia amateur before and I wasn't, I wasn't there yet, but I'm glad I went and I did the Arnold's and I genuinely think I would have been there if I didn't get COVID, but it like, like I truly think I would have actually had a shot at a pro card at that show. Um, But I mean, my, my physique was just completely flat and watery. And so it's a little upsetting, but I'm also really glad I went because I like loved the experience. So mm. yeah. And, know,
2: like. I mean, this is cheesy, but you know, everything happens for a reason. And like, I really do believe, like, you know, our time will happen when it's supposed to happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And it's funny because, like, when I watch the pro shows, like, I have no like fear or doubt that I could be a pro and compete well as a pro. But it's just getting the pro card that's the hard part, I feel like.
2: Well, especially for us, right? Like, yeah being in canada if we can just like get to the states and start competing at shows where they gave out more than one pro card Mm -hmm. like there's some where they like hand them out like three a class
0: it's mental yeah we need to go to those shows like north americans and stuff i know (laughs) yeah yeah it's tough like i i really really like love bodybuilding and i really want to win my pro card and everything and and like because I just love doing it. And I just love competing so much. But um, yeah, Mm. it's just just daunting to think about like, how long prep takes and, and everything. But I don't know, a couple years ago, I kind of like decided if I never win my pro card, like, what if you never win your pro card? Are you gonna quit competing? And I was like, No, like, I'm gonna enjoy it anyway. Like, Mm -hmm. you get to pick different suit colors every time and do your hair different. And like, look better at every show and like enjoy the process and grow and stuff right so yeah um this will be my first like if I do van city it'll be my first like regional show since 2018 like I've only done pro qualifiers since then
2: I know that's In how that's years. where I was at that's where I was at before I yeah
0: it's so my last too. I know. that's <laughs> why I'm like if I go to like a regional show I'm like I better win the overall like Dude, I know, I got people, though, my ass. Kicked come back and do
1: regional shows. Like, I think, I don't know, it's just so local for us here because it's such a small knit community and you get to see everyone, and like every single person will know you, Allison. They'll all want to take yeah.
0: you. Like, you'll oh be a
1: superstar no matter it'll
0: what. Be, it'll be so fun. Like, God. it'll be great. Like, that's just it is that, like, I don't know, like I said in my last season, I went from last place to third at the Arnolds and like, You never know what's going to happen. So, yeah, but this, but just to like retouch on my off season and like, like saying that I had like my body looked the worst that it ever looked like with the, with the binge eating disorder that started, um, happened because I had some like super traumatic kind of events happen with my personal life. Um, a death in the family, getting COVID coming off of a really long prep, um, you know, like there were like lots of things that kind of contributed to it. So, and my hormones like completely tanked and yes, I was, yes, like I was definitely binging and it was an an issue, but my body also gained weight like at a completely like disproportionate rate to what I was actually eating. Mm -hmm. And like when you come off of a prep, like your body is like primed to, put fat on like it is hungry and it wants to store fat and like yeah my weight like my body just changed like so much and the weight gain was so rapid that like I had cellulite like on my entire body like entire body like back of my arms like stomach back front of my legs back of my legs on my calves like it was like so I didn't wear a swimsuit like all summer um I was like. That's So I just had to like surrender to like the healing process and just be like, okay, like I can't jump back into diet. I can't sit and do a bunch of cardio. So I would just go for walks and eat like about 2000 calories a day, like knowing that I just took time. So it took me like, yeah, 10, nine months or something of off season to finally like be ready to even consider starting a prep in about a month or something and that's when I contacted my coach and then that's when I broke my ankle so I like truly believe that God was like no it's not your time like
1: it had to be something like yeah yeah it was just too ridiculous the the universe
0: the universe was like Allison you're not ready like and I looking back now I'm like in such a better place with my relationship with food and my body that like yeah that I'm excited for even more time off to like you even more so I mean, there's the very emotional update from me <laughs> I, lo- I
1: love that too and I think that's going to be really relatable for lots of uh yeah. listeners yeah.
0: also you have so many ups and downs like today I'm feeling super excited about like starting a prep in three months I'm like oh my god yeah like and I'm seeing changes in my body especially because I've like lost three more pounds so I'm down like I'm down like nine and a half pounds since the heaviest in my soft season so mm-hmm. i'm like oh yeah like i see the change like i feel so much better i notice it in my face i notice it in the way my clothes fit and everything like that and then yesterday i took a picture of my calf and my legs and i was like i'm never do even bodybuilding ever again i'm gonna quit this is ridiculous like there's no point so if you ever have a day like that like just know that the next day you're you might wake up feeling completely different so
1: that's yeah. literally been Everyone my entire like 2022 is like, am I ever going to compete again? Yeah. Then I'm like, yes, I have to do this. Cause I love this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So
2: where are you at right
1: now, Gabby? I am because of a snow day last week waiting to hear my doctors to say I can, com- I can train again. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully that's tomorrow guys pray for me. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just- I've trained, I will be honest, I've trained a couple times, super light, like 30 minute sessions, um, mostly bands and a couple machines, but like definitely no compounds. Um, and it's mostly been about, it's different than getting implants. Having a reduction means you have a lot of tissue that caught cauterized. So basically for those who don't know, like they just burn clothes, a lot of, um, like capillaries and, uh, all of that stuff. So if you train too early, your heart rate goes up, your blood pressure goes up. You could potentially burst those and oh, put yeah. back in the hospital again and have to, yeah, I got a revision and I had no interest in doing that. Um, so although I started out saying, Hey, I'm going to do super light lower body in like two weeks post-op, um, after my surgeon explained that to me, I kind of thought, okay, that's a dumb idea.
0: Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. That makes, that's a huge difference between a yeah you know, a augmentation and a reduction. So.
1: Yeah. So I, I didn't know that either. And I probably, I don't know if I would have, knowing how good I feel now, I would have done it earlier. But if someone had told me you're probably going to have to have eight weeks off getting your heart rate up, like over a hundred, that would have been a hard one for me to say, okay, I can do that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Ladies know, like we, just even going for walks in Hills and like doing any kind of cardio or any kind of training, like your heart rate's getting up. You're sweating. That's what feels good. We love that shit. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So not having that was definitely challenging, but I'm going to just put this out there. And like for anyone who's gone through injuries or like long times without training, like if you keep your diet, if you keep your diet, I won't even say on point because mine definitely wasn't, but if you keep enough protein in your diet, you keep prioritizing foods that digest well you will not lose a bunch of muscle. You will actually feel like you're getting back to it sooner than you think. And that's how I feel.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
1: I can feel my glutes. They're still there. Like my hamstrings are still there. My shoulders are there. They just don't have like blood flow, like flow and like the pump. Yeah. So it's it's different, but you, I feel a lot better than I thought I was going to feel without training for like eight weeks.
0: So oh, it's has it been though. that long now?
1: Yeah, it's coming up on nine weeks this thursday so
0: you'll definitely uh, get cleared then i hope might well
1: i'll be cleared i know i will (laughs) um yeah yeah, that's just where my heart's at right now is like i want to get back to training Mm -hmm. i kind of told you guys but i'm kind of considering myself around 20 like 19 weeks out um We'll see if that becomes a reality or not. I would love to step on stage this year with the goal of stepping on natural national stage. That would be huge and something I've wanted to do since, like, 2019. So, oh, if it can happen, that'd be great. Um,
0: I think you should make it happen. I think you're ready.
1: I think I'm ready, too. I just want to give myself a few weeks to get back into training again. And Mm -hmm. um, I'm working a lot more now, like, like full-time work hours. So it's like it's definitely physically a little tiring and I'm not used to that. So I just want to see if I can balance everything.
0: What is your training? My split. split? My split? Yeah.
1: That's a great question. Um, <laughs> what will it be? I'm probably going to do four days a week. That's realistic for me to lower to upper. Um,
0: yeah. Like and after two weeks of that, your muscles will be full. Like yeah. after four, four lower body days and four upper body days you'll look in the mirror and be like damn yeah like it's and all- i'm
1: waiting to do that check-in like i'm kind of i'll do like a yeah. check-in before then but i'm waiting to see it again because i know yeah. and just not be able to do cardio and i know i remember ash you mentioned this too and obviously allison you understand but like you just feel like you have a layer of water sitting under your skin
0: <laughs> yeah oh, when you can't do cardio
1: yeah because my heart rate will get up right
0: I can't do partying right now either, so I feel you, yeah.
1: Yeah, so you just always, I don't know, I always just feel like there's, like, a layer of water, and I'm just, like, I know I don't usually look like this, but here we are, so, yeah, it's just a little bit,
2: yeah, you know. Yeah, and it's just, like, you also just kind of feel a little bit, like, sluggish, even though you can, like, now you're able to, like, go into the gym, so it's nice that you're able to, like, be in that environment again, but it's still not, like, fully how you want to like be in there so yeah it feels kind of like you just feel kind of like yeah
1: it's it's definitely that and I love going for walks and being you know generally active so that part is is probably the toughest part not being able to do the cardio no no the training's way tougher (laughs) Fuck cardio (laughs)
0: Um, I miss the cardio though like I uh, I really do it's been three months since I've really done cardio at all yeah, and, but now it's at the point where I can do the recumbent bike like heart. I can press hard enough that I can get my heart rate up, and I did it mm-hmm. the other day for 20 minutes, and I was like, oh, I miss this. And now talking about it, I just, I just want to go to the gym right after this and go just do cardio. Yeah,
1: it's like a different reason that we couldn't do cardio.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like,
1: but I I yeah I can relate. It's just yeah. it's tough. Um, so if I get good news tomorrow, man, like you guys are definitely getting photos of the glute pump. <laughs> oh good oh yeah but um the other part I really wanted to add in because I think it's important is I have never felt so good in my body and I really mean that with all my heart like I'm wearing the clothes I want to wear now I feel super confident and Uh. just a weird thought to think okay now I'm gonna prep and I'm gonna feel tired and like scrawny you know all the things like the dysmorphia you get during prep and so that's like another factor that makes me not want to I
2: know. Yeah. I feel like when I hit that point though, it's like not for a long extended time. So it's not like you're sitting in that kind of super depleted, kind of not the best looking phase. I feel like that's kind of just at the end, you know? Yeah. But I don't know, Think about how you'll feel like eight weeks out, six weeks out, five weeks out, like seeing your body like that and like fitting into your suit the way that you want to and everything. I don't know. I think that, I think that part will be more exciting than the last little bit of depletion. No, totally. It's,
1: and my, like my boyfriend's so supportive. He really wants to see me prep. My family is like really supportive too. Like, so I feel like I have all the right people and the reasons in my life to do it. So I am going to try, like I'm going for it, but I just keep getting these thoughts in my head where my, I'm like, now I feel so good in my body. It's hard to want to change that. And yeah, I don't know if any other listeners have had like reductions, but it's a, it's a different experience for sure, because you didn't realize, or I didn't realize how much discomfort I was in with my shoulders and back and neck pain. I guess having three pinched nerves in my neck, I should have figured it out. (laughs) but I, yeah, I just, it's, it's a weird thought, but for myself, I also see there is like, there are so many reasons why bodybuilding is my shit. I love it so much. And, um, I absolutely want to prep, like, this is something I want to do. I just, yeah, I just get those thoughts every other day. I'm like, wait, what am I doing? Like, do I want to do this?
2: (laughs) And like, you'll be coming on stage in a new color this year right
1: oh my god yeah you guys both have like an ideal color for me and it's different but I think I'm gonna have to I'll rent both suits so like an idea like a more a lighter purple as well as like a nice light blue um one of our judges uh Stefan was telling me he wants to see me try another color and I agree especially after my last tan fiasco that went super green slash black and then wearing a green suit with like a green tan fam that wasn't good
0: you won't get that tan again though because like even the company that used that tan doesn't use the same product anymore so
1: I think and honestly I think we all decided it was an old like it was from pre-covid like it was just old tan it just didn't
2: respond well to anyone that day Mm. Pro tan, Ash, right? <laughs> I was literally just gonna say, honestly, like pro tan, baby. DIY pro tan.
0: If you help me use it for the first show that I do, like I would be so grateful because I'm so terrified of like doing it wrong. But
2: honestly, like you can't do it wrong.
0: I love like, I was was touches to I love so much. Like, I do. Love I find I
2: agree the color looks nice, but. The way it comes off is a lot different than Proton. Yeah. Like Proton fades off into this like beautiful glowy, like yeah, almost natural tan. And like Absolute Touches product, it comes off like well, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, it
0: doesn't. But I love their color. Like the sh- like I feel like Absolute Touch does like such a great job.
1: Yeah, for Canada, well, I do. That was my best experience too. I I um my first show I had like the best tanning experience, and the yeah. second was. Unfortunately, the opposite. So,
0: I I remember at the Van Pro show this year, I worked at it, and there were a bunch of like the pro bikini girls there. They were from a couple from Europe and uh, a couple from the states, and they'd never used Absolute Touch, and uh, like I heard so many of them be like, "This is the best tan I've ever had, like color wise." Like,
2: the and color look- is nice. It's like yeah. really like dark and rich.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah it's so pretty. Yeah. <sighs> okay, now it's I want to press again. Now I like
2: want to prep now, you guys. Well, I'm I'm using, excuse me, I'm using um, Van Isle as kind of my, like, just a date, I guess, for a goal, because I just always kind of need something to, like, even though I'm in my off season, I like to have, like, little micro goals to get mm-hmm. to, Damn. so I'm using Van Isle as my one, because I want to, like, feel really good in my dress on stage.
0: Oh, Yeah. So, I just realized something. What? Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, okay. So if I start prep 20 weeks out, it's actually not June 1st, it's May 13th. So that's only 10 weeks away from now.
2: There you oh go. God, you're basically there. <laughs> yes. Oh my yeah. god, I'm gonna be like feeling like I'm left behind. <laughs> No, you won't. Though you guys will be like shredded. I'm gonna be like the tubby lumpkins in the group. <laughs> You'll be the
1: only one with the thick glutes. We'll be we'll be missing our glutes by then. I as if Gabby.
0: <laughs> I'm already missing my glutes. Just thinking about it.
1: Dude, sometimes <laughs> when I'm in prep, I sit down and it, it hurts. So I do miss them. But, <laughs> <I know. laughs>
0: but, but yeah. the other thing too is that like, okay, my my new I have a new boyfriend. So he's met me like in my off season. He's like, you look great. I'm like, well, I'm gonna have no ass and no tits in like, you know, six months from now. So just get ready for that.
2: Just so you know. Yeah, yeah. like honestly, I feel like probably about seven seven or six weeks out is when I look the best like healthy but like kind of shredded but you still have well for me anyway because my lower body like holds on last like my upper body shreds a lot faster so like that point in prep is when I'm like I wish I could just stay here Mm -hmm. forever like six pack but like still got an ass I'm like yeah (laughs) I want to be that's the best look I think that's where
1: I would try and do a shoot in the future yeah that many weeks out or that many not that many weeks post but like I ideally want to do shoots post because I want to have a reason to do a good reverse also um I was told by my surgeon if I gain weight too fast I could potentially gain it to my boobs again
2: (laughs) and I'm like oh my god could you imagine I'm like there's another reason to reverse slowly (laughs) No kidding, dude. Could you imagine if you went through that whole surgery process and then no it came back? I would be so sad because they would not be like
1: you guys know, like real boobs do not sit up; like they are chilling way down. <laughs> it would oh, be saggy. God. It would not be good. So I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna stick to my reverse really carefully.
2: <laughs> Just like to do what I did and plan a show that won't actually happen.
1: <laughs> you know, maybe it would though. Like potentially. So I I do have a Japan trip. My boyfriend are going to Japan in September. Is it during, no, nope, it's month? after. It's like a month after. So, mm-hmm. but but if I I wanted to, I could consider jumping back and doing Ben Weider. Oh my God. By then, I probably have no money left. So, just kidding. But I could pretend. I could <laughs> tell myself that. <laughs> Maybe this year you'll just like.
2: Room maybe this year you'll just get a shitload of sponsors and then they'll be paying you to compete. Let's put it out in the universe. Why not? Yeah, you never know.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that's just about my update guys. Like I will, I'm hopefully going to, I think we all talked about this, but we we want to share more updates on our social media and yeah, mm-hmm. just kind of keep it real with people where we're at. And I want to as well, without feeling the pressure of like having to say, send an update every single week for like whatever, 20 weeks, like, yeah that to you guys but yeah I'm, I'm definitely going to try and put myself out there more this year and we will all because we're going to be volunteering at lots of shows
2: mm-hmm. yeah I just made my official baby come back to the
0: to the Instagram so yeah <laughs> I took a break too from posting on my actual wall like I realized it was over a month and a half since I posted last and the only things that were posted weren't even posted by me it was like a photographer posted um something and then like asked for me to be oh, a collaborator. like so, collaborated on it yeah I want to get back to posting like I love sharing my journey and stuff but I think this offseason was so hard that I had a hard time t- I didn't really know what to talk about like I'm still struggling I know. I think All
1: like focus less yeah. we should focus less on like what kind of stuff we're posting just share what you feel like sharing yeah. like if I'm just, yeah. I'm spreading that message to the world like who cares about the algorithm just like well, share what you feel like
0: well, I think that's why I didn't post because I was like I don't know I don't even want to like be involved in what Instagram is doing I'm like bring back 20 like 15 Instagram please
2: oh my god 2015 Instagram was so awesome but you yeah. also not at some time in some ways yeah, but yeah, I I feel the same. I just, like, felt so shitty about myself for a little bit because of, like, post-surgery. Like, I didn't know this, but post-surgery depression, I guess, is, like, a thing, like, a real thing. So, because your hormones are all, like, different and, like, you know, now I have, like, foreign objects in my body and stuff. So, like, you know, all that stuff. So, I was kind of, like, really feeling it. And honestly, my hair, this hair journey has been... A journey and yeah. I felt so fucking bad about it like I'm not gonna lie like so bad and every time I posted a picture it was like everyone commenting on my hair and just it just made me think about it so much more and I was like I'm feeling so much pressure to like you know be a certain way on Instagram or like post it like every day and mm-hmm. be positive and it's like Allison was saying like you know hey I'm still so struggling it's hard to be positive all the time when like you don't want to be
0: (laughs) I think it's different too like because Ashley and I are both online coaches and I think there's a really big amount of pressure that comes with that like oh no but you do you do in-person coaching too Gabby so you do advertise that on your Instagram as well so yeah it's just like a lot of pressure yeah it's like a different kind of pressure because you feel like you have to show up as a certain person in a certain way and like always be super respectable about everything you say all of the time to everyone and you can never say anything wrong and if you say oh you should do this with your eating and then somebody says well that could cause like an eating disorder or that's toxic behavior and like I dealt with that a lot like people criticizing the way that I ate and stuff and I even had somebody say like oh well your clients will get eating disorders if you make them eat that way and like just you know yeah. like so I think that like for a long time that's been like really hard for me to like show up just as authentically because I'm just trying to like not I don't know cause harm or yeah. cause you know like yeah so
1: well, I mean at the end of the day anyone can access online social media accounts and if they want to be dicks to you like they will yeah do I know
0: yeah. unfortunately
1: it's easier to act like treat people that way online than it is in person yeah
0: you know what and uh I think a big part of it too is because I was struggling so much like with my own eating that it was like hard for me to go and talk about it especially as a coach like you know and
2: sometimes you just like don't want to like yeah sometimes I just don't want to sometimes I just don't want to yeah (laughs) I don't want
0: to don't care about the internet today and like
2: I, I know my like my I don't care about the internet day it turned into a month turned into yeah. two months turned into three months so yeah I don't know I I agree with Gabby I think it'll be fun to just like post updates I actually heard something once where it was like don't like create posts just post updates like just update and like in a, in a bodybuilding sense mm-hmm. so you know I think that moving forward it'll be fun to just do what feels right and feels aligned and yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, I did actually post an update little I forgot. Posted a live update and <laughs> good. Yeah good. Yeah, we right. love that. <laughs> yeah
2: well that was fun talking about all of our updates too because we haven't really had like a full sit-down chat about that stuff in a while so
0: yeah Mm -hmm.
1: and
2: hopefully like some people can
1: relate one way or another because that's what we're here for like please reach out to us like we we want to hear your stories too and give you guys a platform to to feel like you can chat about it with people that understand
0: yeah definitely I know and don't be afraid to like ask questions too like or can you do a podcast on this can you do a podcast on that on I don't know anything like any question if you just like want us to chat about stuff
2: yeah and feel free to give us five stars here and there it's all right
0: yeah
2: that'd be really sweet yeah <laughs> all right guys well okay. thank you for listening to another episode of overall package podcast you can find us on instagram at overall package podcast and i am astronaut fit
0: i'm allison and fitness
2: and i'm gabrielle okay.
0: Bye. bye